everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Tuesday. It is the 24th day of September 2019. My name is Nick, ladies and gentlemen. Big J. Yep. Should I say good afternoon to you, Big J? You've been here a while. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What happened? You got shaken awake? Did the dog keep you up again? Yeah, I mean that that was uh that was the beginning of it. I went to bed too early, I guess. Time to go to bed. 8:30? Jesus. Hey man, I'm just following my doctor's orders. So go to hell. Uh your doctor said go to bed at 8:30? Yeah, he says get 8 hours of sleep. Well, that's well, you're up at 2, so that does not follow your doctor's orders. That right. Well, hours. I couldn't go back to sleep. Well, so, I'm not going to just sit around wasting my time twiddling my thumbs. I'm going to get to work. And how's that treating you so far, man? Great. Nice. Until you showed up. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'll go home if you want. Yeah. I'm not feeling that Get. good anyway. Get. Let's do this. Wait, you're not feeling good? Uh, I don't know. I think I might be coming down with Wait, something. I said that the other day. I know. I know. What, do you, what, what, do you, what are the symptoms here? I don't really have any. It's there like, you go. Uh, well, I'm not sleeping very well either, but also, like, uh, I'm a little kind of stuffed up, I guess, maybe. But I'm not like sneezy. It just—it's uh, one of those things where you just kind of feel like not normal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, so it's not like I'm—I'm I'm like uh, you know, super sick or anything or not feeling great. But it's one of those things where it's like, all right, it's time to uh, take a bunch of vitamin C and, and get ahead of this thing and see what we can do. So that's the kind of mode that I am in today. Uh, but I'll be damned if I'm going to miss a chance for somebody to win some cash today. We got the uh, all cash twenty-five thousand dollar X double dare that is going on, ladies and gentlemen. And we tried yesterday. Uh, two people swung and missed, and somebody won two hundred dollars. Uh, we we had the first person miss a question right out the gate yesterday in the morning. Jason Drew had a two hundred dollar winner, which is awesome. That's what we want. And then Adam's uh, contestant got the first question right, but biffed the second one, and that means it's double or nothing. So nothing was the uh, the winner. Didn't get the Tom Hanks question right, Big J, in the wow. famous Tom's category. Did not know the two-time Academy Award winner that was also going to play Mr. Rogers later this week. Ooh, man. That was the question. Swing and a miss. Uh, and I'll tell you this. The third question was super hard in the Tom category. At least I thought so. But I bet you would have got it. Probably. Because it was the famous Tom that writes spy novels. Do you know who that is? Yeah, Tom Clancy. See? It was that easy. But I'm not sure if anybody, if, if everybody knows that one right off the top of their head. We'll find out today at around 8.30 who will get their chance to win some money from us. We'll also qualify somebody for Aftershock. We also have a whole bunch of things to get to, including some important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, are you a raindrop or are you a waterfall texter? What the hell does that mean? That's a great question. But according to Bard College, they put together a study about people that text and talk to about 25,000 people, and they found that almost everybody that texts on a semi-regular basis can fall into one of these two categories. Raindrop texters are those who send brief texts, like one after the other, kind of sending a message in pieces. Waterfall texters are those who send messages in paragraph form, you know, where you have to click the more text information. Every time somebody texts you, like Jesus, this is a whole, this is a whole deal. I gotta sit down. I gotta read a novel here. Uh, and it all comes from uh, whether people want to get things done in one fatal swoop, or you like to kind of do things a little bit at a time. 
So now knowing what they are, Big J, where do you fall? Situational. I see. I mean, you know, if there's something important to convey, then it's probably going to be in a, you know, a bigger form. But uh, would you say overall, do you send longer text messages or shorter ones? Nah, probably shorter ones. Well, then you, congratulations. It's really that easy. You're a raindrop text. I'm actually a hurricane texter, so... Uh, are Take you that. playful or chatty, Big J, when it comes to texting? I, again, it's situational. Who am I talking to? Uh, let's say you're talking to the person you text the most. Um, yeah, I don't know. Chatty. You text a lot. No, I don't. I don't think I really do text. text then that you're much. a playful texter. God <laughs> damn it! It really is that. Stop easy. putting me in a box. I mean, you can't say you're chatty if you don't text that much. Yeah. I am chatty in person. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. Oh. They're good for quick messages and observations about everyday life. Congratulations. That must be nice. So it feels good to be in that particular bucket. I also, uh, you know, sure, there are longer text messages, but I'm, I'm much more of a, you know, however I can do this in as little amount of words as possible, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you hate people. Yeah, yeah, no, I hate communicating, usually. Uh, I've done a lot of that already over the course of the day. I've uh, reached my apex. So, leave me alone is really what it boils down to. Chicago Bears beat the Washington Redskins 31-15 in Monday Night Football last night. Mitchell Trubisky threw three touchdown passes all to Taylor Gabriel, all of them in the second quarter. Washington scored uh, all of its points in the second half. Gabriel made six catches overall, 75 yards, before leaving the game. He had a concussion. Otherwise, God knows what this game would have been. University of Kansas received a notice from the NCAA yesterday about significant allegations of violations in its men's basketball program, including uh, a charge against Bill Self, who's already in the Hall of Fame. Allegations are tied primarily to recruiting, and while the notice doesn't detail what basketball program is being accused of, Kansas was among the most prominent programs involved in a pay-for-play investigation that began with an FBI probe into Adidas, so maybe this is connected to that as well. Who knows? But it's not a good look for... Kansas basketball, which isn't really as relevant as it once was. True. It's had some rough years over the course. I mean, great regular seasons, but just can't seem to put it together in the the big dance. Well, Big J, the Emmy Awards did not win big on Sunday. TV's biggest night snared the lowest rating the annual ceremony has ever achieved. Coming off of years of new lows for award shows, Emmys are down 23% year over year according to Deadline, which isn't good. But I'll say again, I don't feel like this is a reflection of the award show itself and its production. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Is uh, it a- I think it's a total reflection of our of our attitude of our uh, attention spans. It's the oh. same reason why more people watch Red Zone than watch an actual uh, game all the way through. Because of fantasy football? No, because we don't really we want to watch more fast paced things. We don't have time to sit there for three hours. We want to sit there for three mm-hmm. hours. Tell that to Sunday football night. Sunday well, night's football's numbers is which is why it's ridiculous that you would try to go up against it. <laughs> right, but uh, th- those numbers are also way down over the last five years. It's still the number one show in America. But it's way down. Why? Because less people are watching regular television and less people are watching full, honest-to-goodness games when there are recaps and plays that can be done online. And award shows are the perfect reason for you not to watch things. It's because everything is recapped in 10-second form literally five seconds after it happens. All you have to do is click on any particular news story you want to and you get all the information that you can digest in 20 seconds, which takes three and a half hours on a telecast. And so because we have the attention spans of Nats these days, and we don't have to sit there and watch it because there's plenty of other ways we can get this information, 
the award shows are going to go down. That's just the way it is. I don't care. You, you, you can name me the most famous person in the world. They could host the Emmys. I'm telling you, the ratings Tenacious would be down. Tenacious D. The ratings would be down. I would watch it, but the ratings would be down. Jesus. Ratings would be down. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. Coming up, some send nudes action, and we got to do some streaming dumbass. Streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You've got three movies from the world of Netflix that hopefully Big J hasn't partaken in in his personal or professional time over the course of the last couple of years. And we take away the stars of the movie, the studio stuff, the director that brought you BS, and we're left with the just a very brief plot description from the world of Netflix. Based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. All three movies today? From the action movie category, okay? Yeah. Movie number one. After World War II, an American POW stays in Japan and works his way through the rituals and hardships of the Yakuza. Wolverine. A member of the crime organization. Movie number two. A young man seeking the father he never met ends up barricaded inside of a liquor store with five other people on a very bloody and destructive Christmas Eve. And movie number three, when a rebel and loner saves a beautiful and troubled woman from a violent drug dealer, he doesn't expect her to accept the offer to recover in his rural hometown. He's almost ready to forget his criminal past when their pursuers catch up with him, leading to a cycle of violence and revenge that will leave no one unscathed. Oh man, you know I'm a sucker for revenge. So I'm going to go with movie number two. Uh, <laughs> and, and movie number one, you're right, it, it sounds very familiar. Uh, no, I took out the one that was familiar. Oh, okay. Well, that one also sounds familiar. Uh, movie number one was called The Outsider. Have we done that one before? With, with Jared Leto? That yes. Was, we have? Yes, Did absolutely. Did you watch it? Yeah. How was it? It was okay. I don't remember anything about it. I do. Uh, that, we're getting to that point, people, where this is almost... <laughs> it might have to go the way of the Dota. Uh, you passed on movie... Or we incorporate other streaming networks, one of the two. Uh, you passed on movie number three. It was called Vincent and Roxy. That stars Emile Hirsch and Zoe Kravitz. You will be seeing a movie called El Camino Christmas. It is not related to El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it stars Dak Shepard and Tim Allen. So you're in the mood for a treat, my friend. El Camino Christmas is the name of the movie Big J will be watching. And if you would like to play the home game, you can watch that. It is streaming now on Netflix. And check out what Big J has to say about it this time tomorrow. Here's traffic. Hey, we're going to hell story that is for the record books on the way. Plus, we have to do some important stuff. But first, here we are inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center, brought to you by ACHD Commuter Ride. Here's CB. Eastbound 94 is sluggish in Nampa between the Carter Midland Interchange and Franklin. Day. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, when was, was there ever a time that you had to rely on public transportation in order to get from point A to point B for a long period of time? Long period of time? No. What's the longest stretch? Like two weeks, maybe? Was it difficult to navigate? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It certainly can be. Uh, it is a pain sometimes to get things going where you need to go. Uh, and so Valley Rider making some changes specifically on uh, the weekdays and Saturdays that may be able to help you get from point A to point B if you rely on, rely on services like Valley Regional Transit. Uh, mostly, especially if you're headed to the Eagle area. They're going to start servicing that city here soon. The organization's board approved several new changes yesterday that include sending, extending service to Northwest Ada County. 
They said the changes would go into effect the spring of next year came as a result of public outreach and discussions with local cities. So here's the plan changes. They're adding about an hour and a half of 15-minute service to the nine State Street routes. Valley Ride will also extend that route to the uh, Ballantyne Lane Park and ride in Eagle for three round trips during each peak period on weekdays. They're going to maintain 30-minute peak service on the Harris Ranch and Park Center routes. They're adding 30-minute service to the two Broadway routes until 9 o'clock at night. And then on Saturdays, they're going to extreme increase service on the three Vista routes, the Fairview routes, the State Street routes, to 30 minutes all day until 9 o'clock. So the weekend service is really picking up in the Treasure Valley. As more people move here, more people are going to rely on public transportation in order to get someplace, specifically jobs and stuff. And so Saturdays have been a difficult thing for people around the Treasure Valley. They're changing that. Now, again, spring of 2020 is when this stuff is supposed to go into effect, but more service is good for people that need it yes yeah definitely so good job valley regional transit and thanks to surveying the public these are the changes that they're going to make bears beat the redskins 31 15 and it wasn't even that close on monday night football last night bears jumped out to a pretty big lead thanks to their defense and just hung on uh it doesn't help the case keenum's got awful but uh well, i don't think keenum is that bad i think uh that bears defense is going to clobber people yeah, no, the Bears' defense is very good. But, I mean, you should saw some of the throws he was making. He was well, if you were running for your damn life, you'd make some triple, terrible throws as well. Triple coverage. Uh, it was not. It, it didn't look good for him, I'll put it that way. Uh, and so we'll see what ends up happening. They were talking about whether or not they were going to go to the rookie uh, during the course of the game. Or they would have been murdered. Sooner. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the offensive line for the, the Redskins is not very good last night either, to be sure. University of Kansas received a notice from the NCAA yesterday that significant allegations of violations happened in its men's basketball program. Bill Self has been named in the charges as well. We'll see what this ends up happening. Of course, they were also featured in the FBI probe into uh, pay-for-play courtesy of Adidas. So there's a lot of action going on in the KU program. None of it good. We talked to you yesterday about Sid Haig passing away, the character actor at the age of 80. Rob Zombie posted a couple of tributes to the character actor. Uh, he, of course, was known in recent years for starring in a bunch of zombie films as Captain Spaulding, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, and he will also be featured in the new movie Three from Hell. Hag just became ill before Zombie started shooting in Three from Hell, forcing the director to kind of rewrite the movie. And he had to replace a big Spaulding part to just a cameo because Sid was feeling a little bit under the weather, but Rob Zombie told us it was incredibly important to Hag to make an appearance in the film. At the time that we were getting ready to shoot, he was had been in the hospital and was ill. You know, he just was not capable of making a movie. You know, we couldn't get him cleared to work through insurance and through Lionsgate, so, you know, I, I got them to let him come in for a morning to shoot some scenes just to be in the movie because I thought it was super important, but, you know, his, he was in a bad way then. Uh, Zombie talked about his relationship with Hag, saying he's known how a long time how sick Sid was and what he was battling. So over the past year, he saw pictures of him still attending conventions and he thought perhaps he had beaten it, but the last week when he turned to the hospital, he feared the worst. And he also said, quote, the captain is gone but will never be forgotten. Rest in peace, Sid. Certainly we agree with that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff in the bag. We got your We're Going to Hell story coming up here in a few minutes. Hold on. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Oh, Big J. There are some stories which leads me to believe that humanity is doomed, and this is one of those. I mean, it's just, I, I, 
I have a hard time believing that people like this exist, but I suppose it's probably more oh, prevalent no. than I think. Oh, God. As we go to Louisiana for today's We're Going to Hell story, but yet, it's via Florida, if that makes sense. The story happened in Louisiana, but it involves Florida residents, okay? So, uh, a Florida couple and their dog decided they were going to go on a road trip, right? Yeah, good old road trip. And so, as they uh, traverse through the southern part of our United States, they make a stop in Louisiana. And they happen to go upon a city called Gros Tete, Louisiana. I hope I'm saying that right. I might not be. But they stop at the Tiger Truck Stop. And you know what that makes the Tiger Truck Stop so unique? Not only can you fuel up both uh, yourself and your vehicle, but also there happens to be a very exotic animal kind of, I guess, roadside attraction that, that is happening at this particular truck stop. You can swing on by and you can fill up your vehicle and stretch your legs. And then you can, you know, see the likes of kangaroos and camels and tigers and some monkeys as well, right? Yeah. That's cool, I suppose. They're probably living awful lives in their truck stop cages. But you know what? That doesn't That's not going to stop Florida people from stopping by and saying hello. You know what I mean? Hell no. And so uh, as the car was fueling up, they decided, you know what? Let's uh, Let's stretch the dog Casper's legs. And, uh, and actually get him a little bit of exercise as well. And that is when the gentleman part of the couple thought it would be hilarious to chuck a couple of dog treats into the camel's pen. Funny, right? A dog treat. Let's watch this camel eat this dog treat. Look at that camel eating a milk bone. <laughs> but that's not what happened. Oh. Uh, see, what happened was the dog, who is deaf, by the way, and very old, oh, thought no. that the, oh, no. the gentleman was trying to give him a treat. And this... so the dog goes after the treat inside the camel's pen. Well, uh, then, of course, they couldn't get the dog out because the dog is deaf, Big J. It's old and deaf. And so the dog's not listening. He just wants to eat his treat. He can't hear. You understand? Yeah. And so the camel got all jittery which freaked out the woman involved in the couple and was like, all right, I got to go into the camel's pen and try to rescue my dog. So she goes into the camel's enclosure. And, uh, and of course, the camel gets more jittery, you understand? Yeah, it's now there's out. more invasion of uh, my space. Now, the camel doesn't bite or attack or anything. The, apparently, the way the camels protect their territory is they try to and attempt to sit on anything that they can have some fear. Because, you know, camels are pretty heavy. I mean, they're 600 pounds. You understand? Yeah. And so, as the woman entered the enclosure, the camel's like, all right, time to protect my territory. Ah. And he just sits right on her. Camel reacted by squatting on the woman. And so she was, of course, getting sat on by a 600-pound animal. Wasn't liking that very much. So what did she do to escape, Big J? She had to try anything she could to get out of the camel's sitting position. I, 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 God, I don't... I don't want to guess. This woman bit the testicles of the camel, Big Jim. Oh, okay. And she was essentially getting teabagged by this camel after getting sat on. So she decided to bite him right square in the testicles to get him off me. The good news is the camel doesn't appear to be hurt. Not clear what injuries the woman suffered. But the couple was cited for both trespassing and a leash law violation. They should be sentenced to <laughs> something else. This is just bad ideas all around. And then the poor camel, who's just trying to protect his territory, trying gets his live. damn testicles bit. 
by some rando that climbed into his enclosure. Which, an enclosure he doesn't want to be in, by the way. Guaranteed. So Some thanks. people pay high dollar for that, though. Thanks a lot, Florida woman. What, are we to get sat on by a camel? No, the other thing. To be in an enclosure? No. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe a combination of all those things. Could be. But either way, bad news. I'm sorry, camel. You shouldn't have had to suffer that fate. Doesn't seem to me that you did anything wrong. That's not hump day. That is not hump day. Camel is not looking forward to Wednesday. Needs an ice bath. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> STP dead and bloated here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X Rocks and all of our favorite movies are coming to life, Big J. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Um, the folks there at NASA and the European Space Agency got together here recently. 130 scientists, Nick, uh, and uh, they have joined in a in a what is called the Asteroid Impact and Deflection Assessment Committee. <laughs> uh, and basically, to quote, today we're the first humans in history to have the technology to potentially deflect an asteroid from impacting the Earth. The key question that remains to be answered is, are the technologies and models that we have good enough to actually work? Before you drive a car, you need to have an insurance policy. Well, uh, AIDA is the insurance policy for planet Earth. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, they grim. Yeah, uh, it starts with NASA's Double Asteroid Redirection Test, or DART for short. Nice. Nick. A half-ton chunk of metal will launch July 2021 and make its way toward uh, 65803 Didymus, a binary asteroid made up of one big asteroid orbited by a smaller moonlet. After 16 months, DART will arrive at Didymus and crash into the moonlet at more than 14,700 miles per hour. The idea here is to see if that collision will be enough to redirect it from its course. So Armageddon. Uh, yeah, the well, movie. Armageddon was a little more, you know, I mean, listen, they, they sent uh, oil riggers and drillers up onto <laughs> the asteroid that was very big to, right. to plant a nuclear device. Yeah, no, I realize it's a little bit different, uh, but so it's essentially it, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really is. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm liking it. Hey, man, let's do something. So Protect I, ourselves. Now, am I reading this story correctly, or you? Am I understanding it correctly? Like, this is not this asteroid is not headed for Earth, right? No, this is not no, no, like no, an no, no, emergency no, protocol. Uh, no, but I hope that my hope is that it is not like you know close enough where if they they miscalculate something, they put it into the direction of the Earth, <laughs> right? Because uh, that would be very very bad. Well, I'm just, I mean, I, I'm just sitting here thinking already in awe of how much math it must take in order to think. Okay, we're going to launch this thing in two years and this is what it has and then 16 months from then is when it will actually intersect with this asteroid at this point and we'll see if it throws it off its path yeah it's they, crazy they haven't even really uh, come up with necessarily the power plants that they're going to be using for these rockets uh they're they're kind of experimenting with a couple different options so yeah 2021 a little bit of a ways but the, hey they're doing something and i feel better about that all right good so it's not manned. Nobody's going to go in there and try to figure out something or anything no. like that, right? We're not sending Bruce Willis. They're not getting their taxes relieved for the rest of their lives. We're basically like throwing something at a rock, hoping that we can knock it off its path. Yeah. Which maybe it will, maybe it won't. Because they don't know. They just don't know if it's an, if that kind of an, is just alone enough to uh, knock it out of its its um, its path. 
Sure. Uh, and then we can get into, hey, let's go, uh, let's go Superman four. You know, and throw a bunch of warheads out there. Yeah, we know in, in space. space nobody can hear you scream. Let's see if throwing a big chunk of metal at something will help it move. Yeah, up. and I think the next step then is to then throw a, a, a you know a thermal nuclear device out there. All right, we'll see what happens. I hope, anyways. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Space Force. We are getting crazy, ladies and gentlemen. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I know it's just another Tuesday for you to throw down about five or six blunts and get crunk, as you like to call it, but... Crunk! (laughs) More Americans are turning to pot to help them cope with their illnesses. Poll of U.S. adults showed nearly 46% say, you know what? I use pot because of my medical condition. Compared to 22% who say, you know what? I just use the drug for recreational purposes. So, basically... (laughs) These are honest. I don't know, man. The 22%? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's probably more than 22%, though. Agree or disagree? Well, maybe... I I bet that a lot of them, it's a dual-purpose thing. Sure. But uh, would you say that uh, of the United States adults that use pot, you think 22% are at recreational use only? Or is that number a little bit higher? Oh, it's probably higher. Yeah. No pun intended. Just 36% of those with a medical problem say they use pot to get high compared to 58% who use the drug for other reasons. Researchers say patents, uh, patients who use marijuana for a medical condition should pay attention to any new information that comes to light about the advantages or adverse effects of using pot for that condition as there's not a lot of data available already, but there's a lot of people out there that goes, hey, I know it works and it works for me. So I say to you, whatever works, works, right? Yeah. And if you uh, just use it recreationally, then you know what? It depends on where you live, I suppose, whether or not you get into trouble for that. Hey, good news. You're doing your body good. Very nice. Is that Dr. Big J saying that? No. No, I can't. I've been told legally I can't say that, even if it's, it's just being a doctor on the radio. Is that why you were called into the office the other day? They told you no more medical advice? Yeah. Makes yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Bears win against Washington last night, uh, 31-15, to your final score on Monday Night Football. Mitch Trubisky threw three touchdown passes, all to Taylor Gabriel, all in the second quarter, as the Bears scored 28 of its 31 points in the first half. Gabriel had uh, six catches for 75 yards, but ended up leaving in the second half with a concussion. Football! University of Kansas is in trouble. Uh, they're in trouble big time with the NCAA. They've got some bunch of allegations coming their way, including some against Hall of Fame coach Bill Self. Not the first time Kansas has been in trouble over the last couple of years. They just got in trouble last summer with an investigation about an FBI probe into Adidas for play-to-play. So it's not a good idea for Kansas to stay in trouble. I think they're going to be eliminated from postseason connection contention for a couple years at the very least. Are you getting excited for El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie? Not you, Big J. You're not allowed to watch it. But the I'll rest watch of us whatever I want to. Have been able to check out a new trailer for the movie that's going to premiere on Netflix. The first feature film from Vince Gilligan is set inside the world of Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul reprises his role as Jesse, living the first half of the Crystal Meth Empire that he ran with Brian Cranston's Walter White. El Camino's going to drop October 11th on Netflix, and then it's going to pop in select theaters. None around here, though. None in the Treasure Valley. We're not getting any theatrical screenings of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, uh, I yelled at Aaron Paul on uh, Twitter about that. He what? has not responded. Well, I mean, listen, I guess I, I'm okay with it. I mean, are you going to pay to go see that in the theater when you have it on Netflix? 
No, but I mean, really? uh, I assumed that there would be, you know, during the last finale in the season, they did a bunch of stuff here at the Egyptian theater. Right, I remember. So I figured that that would probably happen, but so far there's no been word on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, I don't know if they're doing like an actual kind of like premieres or like. Oh, you know, absolutely, they will. The thing with the uh, with the the Breaking Bad stuff here was that you were able to see the episodes before they aired, which was kind of cool. Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing. And Here's what I can't wait to do. I can't wait to read the recap of every episode and then watch this movie. You're the worst. You're the worst. Morning and after. And then tell you, nobody told me how good this was. <laughs> Morning after with Naked Big J. Coming up, your chance to play the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We want to give away some money today. So once again, Big J, those categories are? Uh, ladies named Jennifer. And doctors. No. Baseball stuff. Baseball stuff and uh, ladies named Jennifer. Your two categories, so uh, get ready to play. We're going to be doing that in just a little bit. Let's play the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. The time has come, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, for us to play the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. And so we get caller X, who happens to be on the phone right now. His name this morning is Chris. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. How are you guys? We're hanging in there, man. You feeling lucky? You feeling like you want to win some money? I think so. Good. We would like you to win $200. That is the goal of this. And so just so you know, uh, you will choose a particular category. We've got three questions in that category. Uh, Each question is worth a bunch of money. You can go double or nothing if you want, but just know that every question as we go on gets progressively harder, okay? Okay. All right, Chris. uh, What are your categories again, Big J? Uh, Ladies named Jennifer or baseball stuff. What's it going to be, Chris? Can you change it to football stuff? No. <laughs> no. That would be later okay, on today with Jason Drew. Impressive that you know sports in general. Yeah. Well, baseball, I'm not too sure. Let's try Jennifer. All right. Good luck, okay. Chris. For $50, here we go. This famous Jennifer got her big break when she was cast as Rachel on Friends. Jennifer Aniston. Right. That is correct. Yeah, man. You have $50, Chris. Would you like to try for $100 for a more difficult Jennifer question? Yeah, let's try it. All right, dude. Man, God bless you. All right, for $100, Chris. This famous Jennifer got her big break when she was cast as the lead on Alias and later went on to marry Ben Affleck. Jennifer Garner. Look at this. Yeah, look at the big head on Chris. That's 100 American dollars. So now we ask you one final time, do you want to go double or nothing? $200 for the next Jennifer question. Again, I remind you, Chris, these questions get more difficult. Um, Let's go for it. All right, dude. Good luck. Good luck, Chris. Here we go for $200, bucks, Chris. This famous Jennifer is featured prominently in Family Guy as the voice of Joe's wife, Bonnie, and starred in movies like Bound and Liar Liar. Jennifer. What was the Family Guy one again? As Bonnie. She's the voice of Bonnie, Joe's wife. Oh, man. Chris! What do you got, Come sir? On. Uh, Jennifer Beal. Jennifer Beal. Wrong. Is incorrect, oh, man. man. 
Ouch. Incorrect. You had it. You oh. had to run at it. You almost had 200 bucks. Listen, I applaud your effort, sir. I like the guts on you, Chris. Yeah. Thank you for taking a shot well, with I would have done it too, Chris. We do appreciate it. By the way, Big J, what is the correct answer? Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly right. is the voice Jennifer of Bonnie. Uh, but, Chris, thank you very much for playing, brother. We appreciate it. Uh, good job, my friend. Your next chance to again. win some cash. Yeah, absolutely. You can try again. Uh, as long as you don't win money, you can totally try again. And you can do so at 1230 today with Jason Drew, who did give out $200 yesterday. And you could try again with Adam at 430 today for the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We got your pop culture smackdown. More quizzing next on the X Rock. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, let's get you tickets and qualified to things. Uh, Ghosts coming to town Friday at Extra Mile Arena, Nick. It's going to be a fantastic show. Nothing more opening up. And uh, we have uh, tickets for you and a chance for you to actually go meet the band and do even more cool stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll also get you tickets for a free extra, which is Thursday. That's two days away, man. Gosh dang it. It's going to be great. Yeah, Zach Lopez and the cartel opening up for Red Light King. We've got Devil's County, the Fets, and, of course, Ghost Box opening. Uh, duh, the Red Light King guys coming in to do an X session as well at noon. Uh, Corwin Ford style and Coors Light style. So we'll get you set up with uh, entry into that as well. All right, it's a nice little prize package here, kids. Your Thursday and Friday of the week will be planned if you will beat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. Get on the phone. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Steve. Steve, you're up first. Steve, Neil Patrick Harris of the sitcom How I Met Your Mother starred in what TV show as a teenager? Uh... Doogie Howser. That is correct. Right. Big J, name the acting slash singing children of actors Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith. I need both the son and the daughter, sir. Let's go with Willow. Okay. Right. And Jaden. Right. Good job. Back to you, Steve. How is actress Emma Roberts related to Julia Roberts? Is she her niece, her daughter, or her cousin? Her niece. That is correct. Right. Big J, in the Twilight novels and movies, the vampire Edward Cullen, played by Robert Patterson, is forever what age? Forever 21. (laughs) Wrong. That would have been one of the choices. 19, 17, or 21? 19. 19 is incorrect. Wrong. 17? Forever 17. Isn't that creepy? Right. All the stuff they have him doing in those movies? God, it's creepy. Uh, Steve, that means you win. Congratulations. You have got tickets to Ghost. You're qualified to meet the band, and you're also going to go check out our free X show and the X session on Thursday. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all good to go. There's your pop culture smackdown coming up in a few minutes. We got ourselves a little bit of headline action. We will do headlines tomorrow only because I forgot about this, my friend. We need to recap week number three of the Morning After Fantasy Football League presented by Dave and Busters. Big J, big matchup between you, Fried Truckin', and come to the Dak side. Who was the victor? I came down, Nick, to Sunday Night Football. No, I, it didn't. Yeah, oh, it, it did. No, it didn't. Yeah, how dare you? Sorry. Don't you focus on your own stuff over there, pal. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let you know right now, it did not go well for Fried Trucking. 
uh, Jameis Winston, who I picked up but decided to throw in uh, to the fray and uh, did really well, man. Got me 25 points. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, pretty standard, uh, 13 point, almost 14 points. Obviously, we all saw what happened with Saquon Barkley, him uh, getting injured. Probably my fault for having him on uh, on my team and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Cooper Cup got him back into the fray as well, 22 points from him. But then it went all downhill, uh, Nick, uh, except for Greg Zerline. Uh, my uh, my kicker got me 10 points. Cowboys defense got me 12 points. But uh, Josh Gordon, uh, you know, barely getting to double digits. And uh, Calvin Ridley, I had a, a tight end that I just kind of uh, hearsed from Baltimore, second tight end. It didn't, did not work well for me. Uh, on the other hand, come to the Dak side, obviously Dak Prescott did pretty good, scored 22 points. Uh, Derek Freeman, he uh, got uh, – Devontae Freeman, you know, got him almost 10 points. Julian Edelman got him 12 points. So he had pretty uh, consistent scoring throughout the throughout the, uh, the game. Uh, Frank Gore also almost 15 points there. But uh, it came down to – the Rams defense, Nick, as uh, I we were, we were neck and neck. I was ahead by a, a certain amount, you know, about a, a point and a half or so <clears throat> when uh, when the Sunday night game came about. And it had had Cleveland made a score on that last drive, probably would have knocked them down enough to get me into the uh, the winner circle. But that was not the case. So uh, I took a loss. I'm now one and two, and it's not looking good. It was close though, one to one ninety seven. The final score there. As far as pickle Nick goes, it is uh, it is. It is dried up as well. It's it's not good. I mean, I, I have... Uh, here's the good news. I can't make any mistakes with my lineup because my bench has got nobody on it. <laughs> I, no, it's, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's fire and forget. Hope everybody does a good job. It's my own fault because I did go on the waiver wire and picked up some injured players that were good, hoping that maybe a little bit later on I'd be able to make a run and sure, put for up the, some stuff. Sure, for, for the end game. You picked right. up Drew Brees. And- I picked up Drew Brees. I picked up Melvin Gordon because he could come back in week six, he said, or he was going to come back in week eight at the latest. So I'm thinking it'll help my running back game. But in the meantime, that leaves – and I have Antonio Brown, of course, who got cut this week. So that left me with zero bench. You know, I just don't have anybody yeah. on my bench. So I got to go to war with who I've got come hell or high water. That's just the way it's going to have to go, at least for the time being. And I had a puncher's chance because it was one of those deals where I didn't get off to a good start, but also everybody on the Bears team who I was facing ended up kind of having a pretty mediocre week. His bench was having a really good week. He had kind of put in, if he had put in his bench, I'd really, I mean, this would have been a blowout. But I had a chance going into last night. All I needed was kind of a, a pedestrian game out of the Bears defense, and <laughs> I needed I needed uh, Robinson to do pretty good, and I could have had a shot. Unfortunately, Trubisky decided to throw it to the other wide receiver on the field, Gabriel, and the Bears defense went all Bears defense. So, uh, a strong performance from the Bears defense, a strong performance from Lamar Jackson for uh, Baltimore. Uh, those were the 40 points he really needed to beat me 109 to 85, ended up being the final score because he got 21 points out of the Bears defense. Yeah, look, uh, Philip Lindsay got you 25 points. Yeah. I mean, that was great. Keller Murray, despite that being a terrible pick, has still gotten you some points. He's been great. He's been my yeah. high scorer. I mean, he's gotten me 55 points in the first three weeks, which is more than a lot of other quarterbacks. Certainly the best out of the waiver wire, so I'm happy with Kyler Murray. Quarterback is not my problem. I've got wide receiver issues. Uh, Rashawn Woods has been awful for the Rams. I mean, they're just not throwing him the ball. He's just throwing it to Cooper Cup. I know better than take a Bears wide receiver, but I did. And then I had Antonio Brown, who, of course, had one game that yeah. he has played, and now yeah, he's not going to play. And, the, and then they refused to throw to Emmanuel Sanders this weekend, too. And so I was just left with nothing, and I've got nothing on my bench. 
to go to to save it up. But uh, so I fall to one and two as well, and it's not looking good for me until I get some people back. I'm expected to pretty much probably be an easy win for at least the next three or four weeks against anybody Thanks. facing me. But uh, I did get a win against Big J. <laughs> Big J, break down the rest of the league. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would say game of the week, uh, Guitar Street Hooligans and Hot Chub Time Machine. These are two of the be- better teams in the league by far, and it was a real duel most of Sunday and uh, maybe a little bit into uh, the night uh, uh, last night. Guitar Street Hooligans, uh, Carson Wentz was solid with 21 points. Derrick Henry did a pretty good job, 10 points. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, though, man, 24 points for Guitar, uh, Guitar Street Hooligans and the Patriots defense. You know, the overall netted 120.46 points. Hot Chub Time Machine, uh, Tom Brady, solid 20 points. Uh, Dalvin Cook, that guy I think is leading, if not, I'm not mistaken, in fantasy football right now, points scored. So he uh, got him 20 points there. Uh, Nick Chubb, 13 points. Uh, Amari Cooper, also a great performance there with the Dallas Cowboys, 20 points. Greg Olson, who he picked up off of a trade, uh, got him 19 and a half points. And then, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, okay. Aaron Eckler, who'd been uh, the, the stud of that team, is, uh, you know, mellowed out a little bit in this particular game and he came in at 129.14 so a very close game between the two best teams in the league by far um KO Hood uh, finally picked up a win. They got themselves uh, over the Schneid with the FC Boise team. And I would say, you know, the high score there, Deshaun Watson, uh, 25 points. And Mark Ingram, uh, huge for KO Hood with 31 and a half points. I think that was probably the uh, the high get of the uh, of the weekend for points scored. And then you've got uh, Cowboy Killers and Barica. Uh, that uh, went down to uh, uh, a close one as well against Cowboy Killers and Barica uh, finally getting uh, their first win uh, with uh, Trubisky throwing those uh, those points last night. It's amazing when Mitchell Trubisky's your hero in fantasy. Right? Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. Uh, that's, of course, said by a Packer fan. Uh, Burkhead, 12.9 points. Then you've got uh, Pat Mahomes, of course. Uh, Cowboy Killers has got a pretty good lineup, so I don't know. It's uh, tough. That's who I'm going up against next here. Pat Patrick Mahomes got 27 in, uh, points. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Austin Hooper had a huge game there, the tight end for Atlanta with 18 points, so uh, that uh, was uh, was a tough one, but Barica uh, made yeah. it out. Cowboy Killers, you're right. Cowboy Killers is a good team that's 0 and 3 and has no business being 0. Yeah, yeah. And so that'll that'll turn around and they'll beat me next week. So no problem <laughs> for them. And then Haymakers scoring the high point total of the week uh, with their uh, win over Team Vesuvius. Let's see. Haymakers had Aaron Rodgers. It was a good start. Alan Kamara, you're not going to go wrong with that. Keenan Allen had 30 points in the receiving core for the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers there. And uh, Shepard for New York also had a great day. That was uh, about 20 points. So scoring 134 to 101. So point total go to the Haymakers. Congratulations. Congratulations. First win for them as well, I think. Good job, Pascal. Uh, picking up his first win of the year and beating the high score of the week as well. Thank you to Dave and Busters for bringing it back. Uh, week number four goes into effect coming up on Thursday with the Packers and Eagles. So there's your recap, courtesy of Dave and Busters. We got your bad impressions happening next in the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, we'll hook you up with tickets to our next free act show, which is Thursday, this Thursday at the Knitting Factory. Could it be a hell of a show? We want you to be a part of it. Brought to you by Corn Ford, Red Light King coming into town. Zach Lopez, the cartel opening up. We've got Ghost Box, Devil's County, and the Fets. So we're also having a nice X session with Red Light King. You're invited if you can win and figure out bad impressions. 
We'll also get you hooked up with tickets to Haunted World, which is uh, open now and is a lot of fun. If you want to get scared, sounds like a plan. All right, 208-287-1003 is the phone number you need to call if you would like to play. It works like this. Big J has got some clues figured out about a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is from those clues, you got a couple of things you're attending. Hopefully that makes you happy. Let's head to the phones. Good morning, The X. Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? What's your name? Angel. All right, Angel. Good luck. I've been nominated for two Oscars for my performances in The Wolf of Wall Street and Moneyball. Leonardo DiCaprio. No. Hard to believe that my launching point came from the movie Superbad, but it's true. Last clue here. I had lots of fun in the 21 Jump Street movies with my buddy Channing Tatum. I, I know his face. It just... Oh, man. Uh, I can't remember. Nothing, Angel? Sorry, man. Dang it. All right, brother. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Good morning, The X. Hello. Hello. Hey, did you hear Big J's clues? No. Sorry, I was trying to call in. No, it's okay. Here we go. I've been nominated for two Oscars for my performances in The Wolf of Wall Street and Moneyball. Okay. Hard to believe my launching point came from the movie Superbad, but it's true. Oh. And last, I had lots of fun in the 21 Jump Street movies with my buddy Channing Tatum. I can't remember his name, but I can see his face. Sorry. You That's okay. Well. It's a common okay. theme. Is it the fat face or the thin face? Hello, the X. Jonah Hill, baby. Yeah, Hill, baby. baby? That is correct, baby. Hang on one second, my friend. We'll get you those tickets to Haunted World as well as tickets to the Free X Show coming up on Thursday. Why is Jonah Hill in the news? Well, uh, the rumor's breaking out here that uh, he is up for a role in the Batman movie, Nick. Finally, Robin, will be played correctly. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. I wish it were true. God, because that would be such a disaster. Um, But no, uh, most likely what uh, the rumor mill is is that he might be the Penguin. Okay. All right, Jonah Hill is the penguin. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, him and Danny DeVito. It's two idiots. <laughs> oh, you don't like Jonah Hill? I, I, no, I love Jonah Hill, but I, I you know, I, it's going to be hard for me to accept this Batman with, with who they have playing Batman. You're not a Robert Patterson fan, huh? No. Or Pattinson? Is it Pattinson? Well, I don't give a damn. Patterson. It's Pattinson. Robert Crapperson. No, I haven't seen. I, I got to be honest, man. I don't think I've seen a single movie he's been in, or at least one that he has starred in. You're not missing anything. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what do they do with this whole the Batman thing. But I'm not holding out much hope either. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Volbeat, last day under the sun here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Wrapping up the Big Tuesday show. It was nice. Thank you for hanging with us through a recap of the morning after Fantasy Football League. Week number three presented by Dave and Busters. Had a chance. Almost gave away some money. Somebody uh, got a little bit far. Chris had $100 in his pocket but decided to go double or nothing for 200 and just couldn't quite get the Jennifer Tidley question for the all-cash $25,000 double dare. But you know what? It'll happen again at 12.30 today with Jason Drew and 4.30 today with good old Adam. So more chances to win some money with us coming up a little bit later on today for sure. That means, Big J, you have the floor. Sir, what do you want to talk about? Uh, boy, I got I gotta figure stuff out because tomorrow is the wife's birthday. Jesus, man, did it sneak up on you? No. Okay. 
So then, what do you no, have it's planned? It's a constant battle like, uh, between me, uh, me saying, right, let's do something, and her saying no. But what, did you have, so. the, is the present picked out and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah. It arrived yesterday, the, the, president, the present that she ordered for herself okay. and declared. <laughs> and then I go, hey, I, I got to get you a card. She's like, no, don't give me a card. I mean, it, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I'll, I, if I did anything like out of the the context of our conversations, I would get yelled at for it. She really does everything for you, huh? She buys the, her own birthday presents. It's, it's very anything. off-putting. <laughs> Do anything. Good for you, though, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, happy birthday. I can't screw it up that w- way. Whatever happens tomorrow, uh, I'm sure she'll decide to go someplace very nice. Tomorrow on the show, we'll also have another chance for you to win some money, maybe even get qualified for Aftershock, if we remember. Plus, we'll also have a chance to talk a little bit about a car show coming up that can help out you and maybe some other people here in the Treasure Valley. Details on that tomorrow, too. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru. GoTeamSaveMoney.com is a great place for your next new or used car adventure to start. Jason Drew's up next. See you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks.